Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525. Imagine being giddy as the election nears that you might be allowing healthy unborn children to be aborted after they can feel pain, not for medical emergencies, but for convenience, and that kids may be able to abort and gender transition without parental involvement. Now imagine putting all that under the guise of reproductive health. Welcome into the Bruce Hooley Show. I'm Jack Windsor, Editor-in-Chief of the Ohio Press Network. I'm filling in for Bruce Hooley. Honored to do so. In five days, Ohioans will decide if they believe the truth or half-truths and blatant lies that issue one backers have crafted and marketed, funded by billionaires and millions of dollars. As Fox News reported yesterday, uh, we'll cover that in just a minute. The same dark money group that are funding Jewish hate rallies and funded the opposition to issue one in August, they're funding the passage of issue one. Surprised? I'm not. You know, it sounds too dystopian to be true, though, doesn't it? Abortion to birth for matters of convenience. Minors able to abort and gender transition without their parents being involved. And that may be the biggest boon for the Marxists, the willful idiots that follow them, and the nefarious leaders behind it. I think there are two groups in this Marxist camp. There are the nefarious puppeteers, and then there are the useful idiots who really just want to believe in an ideology and in a party and massage their egos by um, naming the things that they do false things. Infanticide is killing a child that is healthy, for no good reason. But if you call it reproductive health, it just feels better, doesn't it? Uh, And we're in a war with these Marxists to overthrow the representative republic and replace individual autonomy with collective decision-making, making the government your god, your daddy, and your provider. The weird part is they're hiding it all in plain sight. It's just too sensational to believe, and That might be the biggest weakness of the message opposed to issue one right now. The average Ohio voter, the average person may be going, there's just no way. (laughs) There's no way. Look, we have a Republican governor. We have a Republican legislature. We have a Republican Supreme Court. There's just no way this thing will allow women to abort pregnancies to birth, even when the baby's healthy and for things like mental health or financial health. And there's no way that kids will be able to hide abortions from their parents and gender transition without them being involved. 
But folks, I've spent weeks investigating and reporting the findings here on the radio as editor-in-chief of the Ohio Press Network. By the way, you can check out the latest article it published last Saturday. It's an expose. Major news outlet helping spread misinformation by Ohio Issue 1 backers. Here's the truth. Now, you can get that by going to the OhioPressNetwork.com and typing in that headline. We show receipts that ectopic pregnancies can be terminated without miscarriage care, or excuse me, can be terminated and miscarriage care is is legal, by the way. And both will still be able to be done and performed, even if issue one is rejected. Did you hear that? Because there's this commercial, right, that ectopic pregnancies and miscarriages will be outlawed. Now, there are in the books, they'll continue to be in the books, even if issue one is rejected. We show that abortion is not banned in Ohio, and it's legal to 22 weeks right now, despite what issue one backers say. We show that the heartbeat law, which is what is on hold because of a judge in Hamilton County, has no guarantee of returning in its full form. But even that still allows abortions up to a heartbeat for rape, for incest. It would also allow abortions well beyond a heartbeat if the mother's life is in jeopardy or one of her major bodily functions is threatened to be permanently altered. Or, again, if the pregnancy, pregnancy is ectopic. But issue one supporters blatantly lie about these facts. Worse, Newspapers and TV stations all over Ohio play patty cake with the facts, don't they? They give you these half-hearted attempts to bring up the facts, but then they go to their bench of legal experts to weigh in on the facts. That's what the Associated Press did, and that's what we wrote about. And we found that their legal experts contributed almost exclusively to Democrats over 342 times in progressives. And uh, the groups that are bankrolling the support of issue one. And issue one, I'm going to remind you, is the proposed amendment that would allow abortion to birth for convenience and minors to abort and gender transition without parental involvement. We're never going to get it right, folks, until we call it what it is. Jack, you're crazy. Maybe. But I'm not the only one saying this. Nationally, Tucker Carlson has weighed in on the radical implications Of issue one, shall it pass? Ohio Attorney General Dave Yost, he released a legal opinion. Not a political opinion, a legal opinion. You can find it at the Attorney General's website. What did that opinion say? It said that parental consent laws regarding a minor's right to abort without parental consent would certainly be challenged. And there's no guarantee that the parental rights would remain in effect. So that inalienable right, I consider a parental right there with life, a liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. I genuinely consider it that. There's no guarantee. We, we may be writing that out of our Constitution. He also said that parental involvement in decisions regarding a minor child getting contraception, getting sterilized, undergoing gender transition care could be affected. He said there's a guarantee that there will be a push on these things to give minors, quote, rights beyond their parents' choices. Would the outcomes be certain? Nope. So what does that mean? It means parental rights 
are not guaranteed if issue one passes. Now, if you think that there might be a liberal judge that would interpret the law for the benefit of Planned Parenthood or for the benefit of the progressive push and progressive movement, you're right. And that's what's terrifying. I mean, there could be a hard stop there. Oh, but wait, there's more. (laughs) The 24-hour waiting period, the law that requires informed consent for the mother to get information about the childbirthing process, resources available to assist, that would be aborted, pun intended. It would be aborted. It would be killed. The Pain-Capable Child Act, not allowing for an abortion beyond the time that a child can feel pain, that would be ripped down if issue one passes. Um, The law against Down syndrome discrimination in abortion, that would be ripped down. The law forbidding dismemberment abortions, that wouldn't be legal. Yeah, it would. That law would be torn down. The law against partial birth abortions, it would be invalidated. I didn't say that. Dave Yost said that. Yet proponents continue to say that this is about reproductive health. Despite the fact that exceptions that permit abortions, given threats to a mother's life, major function, and ectopic pregnancies are all legal now and would be legal in the future. They're red herring arguments. They're straw man arguments. So it begs the question, if you're voting yes, are you stupid? Or are you just giddy and gleeful over killing more healthy babies for convenience and letting the state and government step in between you and your kids? Yost clearly stated this goes well beyond Roe v. Wade, but backers say, we're just trying to codify Roe. Now, after I published the report that highlighted the spread of misinformation by the Associated Press, the same day the outlet came out with yet another headline, misinformation is flowing ahead of Ohio abortion vote. Some is coming from a legislative website. Well, the headline is, in fact, misinformation itself, according to former Solicitor General of the state of Ohio, Ben Flowers. Ben tweeted about it right away, calling it what it is, a major news outlet yet again, spreading misinformation about issue one, and siding with its backers. Well, guess what? Ben's going to be here at 11.35 to talk about the article and issue one in a broader sense. So make sure that you stay tuned in. And next, we'll have Robert Cooperman of Stage Right Theatrics. He'll be here to tell us about Fantastics, a production you can see between November 10th and 12th in Dublin. Robert will explain what Stage Right Theatrics is and uh, while you why you would want to check out Fantastics. And then, of course... In the second hour at 12.35, I'll be joined by Bob France, now a regular and friend of the show. Bob is host of Always Right Radio on Salem Radio Networks, 12.40 a.m. in Cleveland. Today we'll talk about the White House's focus on Islamophobia and Max Miller's vote yesterday regarding Congresswoman Tlaib. So stay tuned to 98.9 FM, The Answer, The Bruce Hooley Show. Hey, did you know if you're vying for a government job, you don't have to join the union to get it? And if you have a government job, you don't have to pay union dues if you're not in the union, and you certainly don't have to be forced to join the union. The Supreme Court said so over five years ago 
in the Janus v. AFSCME case. Since that time, unions have been mum about it, but the Freedom Foundation has been loud about it. They've been informing government employees over the past five years, helping free them from union bondage. What does that look like? If you go to optouttoday.com, that's optouttoday.com, you'll see how simple and seamless it is to opt out of your union. Why does that matter? Well, one, you'll save about $1,100 per year. Given Bidenomics, that's real money. And two, you cut off funding to union bosses who 97% of the time support Marxist and progressive initiatives in our government and in our schools. So thank you to the Freedom Foundation for supporting us at the Ohio Press Network and for creating optouttoday.com. Get there today. Thank you again, Freedom Foundation. Speaking of freedom, um, I want to bring in our next guest. uh, And without further ado, I'm going to welcome him to the line. Uh, Robert Cooperman is the founder of Stage Right Theatrics. Uh, Mr. Cooperman, welcome to The Bruce Woolley Show. How are you? I am well. Thank you so much, Jack, for having me on today. Absolutely. So real quick, boring story. Um, when I was in college at Ashland University, I took a, a, a worldview course, essentially. It was a philosophy course. And the, the professor, God rest his soul, he's gone now, really at the time said, you know, there are about seven fundamental life questions you have to answer. And then, you know, we had to write a paper on that. But he also taught us that there are worldviews prevalent in everything we listen to and watch. Since that time, I can't go back. I can't, I can't watch a movie. I can't see a production without going, Oh my goodness, look at the pantheism or look at the progressivism or look at. And, uh, so I was really refreshed when I saw stage, right? Theatrics. Tell us what stage, right? Theatrics is and why you created it. Well, thank you. Stage, right? Theatrics is a theater company located in, uh, the Columbus, Ohio area. We've been in existence for about seven years. And uh, it was my response to the question, why don't I see any more traditional or conservative values portrayed in the arts, specifically theater, because I'm a theater guy. And uh, so I decided that Columbus was a, uh, a town of many theater companies of all different stripes, but we didn't have anything like a traditional conservative theater company. So I said, I'm going to throw my hat in the ring. And, you know, you, you don't. You don't get anywhere without taking risks, Amen. so I took a big risk. But I'm still, I'm still going, <laughs> and um, that's that's what we're here to do. In my company, is to just put on another point of view, and um, you probably won't be surprised to learn how many people don't want to hear another point of view. Yet these are the same people who claim that they are more tolerant than than tolerance can be. I'm looking at your website right now, Robert, and I'm chuckling Mm -hmm. because I've had a lot of discussions. And by the way, I'm the guy who doesn't have a rainbow flag on his profile picture, but I engage with people who Uh, do because I think it's important for, you know, good public policy to have robust debate. One of the things that I consistently get back is, well, if you're against this LGBTQ plus teaching uh, to minor kids, why do you hate trans kids? It's like, we can't, I can't have a different opinion, and if I do, it's hate. So I love seeing what I see on your website. Tell us what one of your fundamental principles is. It is, I think you're referring to disagreement does not equal hate. Amen. And uh, this is, I've even trademarked it, so nobody out there can use it, you know. But, but it was important to me as my motto, and it, and, it, and it remains, you know, a very important statement about what we do, 
because what we're here to do is present another point of view. We may disagree, and there may be very many reasons why we disagree. It could be a cultural disagreement. It could be a religious disagreement. It could be a constitutional disagreement. But when, when you boil it down, the disagreement does not stem from hate. And we have overused, well, I don't want to say we, because I haven't, but people have overused the word hate so that, in my opinion, it's become meaningless. Uh, it's like the word nice, you know, yeah. and like the word interesting. Or, they don't have any currency anymore. That's right, and neither does racist and homophobe and xenophobe. Right. Because the, the diverse equity and inclusivity crowd has, has overused it. But uh, let's talk about the Fantastics. We've got a couple of minutes here. Yeah. This is what's going on now, and I believe, uh, folks, our listeners can watch this at the Abbey Theater in Dublin. But tell them about Fantastics and why they may want to see it. Well, the Fantastics is actually our first musical, and uh, it will be going on at the Abbey Theater of Dublin on November 10th, 11th, and 12th. There are five total performances, and I wanted to do the Fantastics as the first musical that uh, my company embarked on because, number one, it's just a beloved American musical, and it's it's a, a sweet show about young love and bickering fathers and, you know, at the end, everybody feels good. You know, it's the kind of thing. I'm not, I'm not looking to produce Pollyanna, but I am looking to produce shows that people can bring their families to, not hear a political uh, lecture on how terrible this country is or this world is, uh, but really to see the joy in life, the, the frailties of life, and, and just to embrace that kind of thing. So I, I, I definitely chose the Fantastics for those reasons. Also, it's not a huge cast. So I don't have to pay 25 people. Um, but I mean, let's be practical here. But, um, you know, I, I hear from so many people who tell me that it's their favorite musical. They love this musical. Why not put on something that people love rather than that kind of theater that you go to, even musicals, where you go to and people want to slip their wrists before they leave because life is just so unbearable. So yeah. I'm, that's another part of the point of view we present. Yeah, I, I was reading a little bit on the website, and I appreciate how you um, – really kind of stand up against what you would call the anti-heroes, <laughs> the people who just right. drone on and seem depressed and seem dark, and we're supposed to get excited about watching that. Um, hey, about uh, 30 seconds here, Robert. Where where can our listeners find out more about uh, Stage Right? Just go to uh, our website, which is stagert.org, stagert, all one word there, if you will, .org, and you can find out how to bu- all about us, and you can click a link to buy tickets to the fantastics and i hope people will check us out and check out this wonderful show so the fantastics will be at the abbey theater in dublin november 10th through 12th five total productions uh by the way that's located at 5600 post road in dublin and uh, it, it's also live streamed so check out stage right rt.org uh, robert cooperman thank you for spending time with us this morning on the bruce hooley show thank you so much jack it's my pleasure as always All right. And uh, thank you for listening. Uh, You'll want to continue to do so because up next, 1135, former Solicitor General of Ohio, Ben Flowers, weighing in on Ohio Issue 1.